0: Thank <laughs> you. again to King of Kaiju, a Monarch, Legacy of Monsters podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire, in the US of A, and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? I'm doing all right. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia?
1: Hey, this is Barrett.
0: Barrett, how are you, sir? Good. Excellent. Uh, Today is december twenty sixth twenty twenty three that we're recording this because some of our listeners like pam are always curious when we record our episodes because they aren't necessarily released immediately uh though since this is a, one of our side podcast television podcasts uh we are uh, releasing this immediately so uh it should be out on december twenty seventh twenty twenty three my uh, sister's birthday is of fact and um excuse me there uh what do we do here Well, basically, this podcast is a weekly podcast on each episode of the television series Monarch Legacy of Monsters, which is an Apple Plus television series, which is a kind of sci-fi adventure action monster horror series, depending on uh, what you want to call it, because it uh, probably falls into the Venn diagram of all those things. Uh, Stars uh, Kurt Russell, among others, and it is part of the monster Verse of, uh, I believe, um, what is that? Universal? Um, uh, it's legendary. T- yeah, legendary. Yeah, yeah. And Time Warner, I think, releases
2: it too. Uh, um, there was a partnership deal with Warner Brothers. I'm not sure if they're still involved.
0: Gotcha. And, uh, this is based off of, uh, the monsters, uh, from both, uh, RRKO Studios and Toho. Uh, the Verse is, is, uh, a combination of the two um and basically what we do here is talk about each episode as a uh after show podcast even though it's a few days later uh because it comes out on Fridays uh we have a uh, weekend uh, that we are busy with our family so we record usually on uh, Monday or Tuesday uh so today we're doing it on Tuesday because uh Christmas day was on Monday um, so today we're going to be talking about Will the Real May Please Stand Up, which is Episode 7 of the 10-episode series, uh, directed by Hiromi Kamada and written by Mariko Tamaki, uh, debuted on December 22nd, 2023. Um what else did I want to bring up? So what we do on this podcast is we spoil everything because, again, we're assuming everybody is a follower of the show, just like when you go to uh, websites uh, where they do recap uh, articles. Uh, this is a recap of the show and discuss what we think and what's going on and all that. So uh, we're assuming you all have seen the episode. Uh, we do have an email, at com, where you can email us. Just put kaiju or uh monarch in the subject, and then whatever your subject is, and then we will read your email on the podcast uh the reason we want it in the subject is because we get uh multiple emails uh from screener companies and book companies trying to have us review their stuff uh and of course, the email dark at a o l dot com is for all the podcasts uh on the network, and we'll mention what those are later in the uh I guess, uh, show, but the, the point is, is that, um, we want to make sure we know that this email that you send is specifically for this podcast here and whatnot. So, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, so I guess we can get into our first of our thought of the episode. So, um, let's do that. So let's start with you, Barrett. What was your opinion on this episode?
1: I actually, I like this episode. Um, I still don't understand why we have the kids plotline, but, um, it was at least better done in this episode. Uh, they weren't quite as annoying as they have been. Um, and it was generally an enjoyable episode and we didn't have much monster action. Um, but it was, I still enjoyed it.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Mike.
2: Uh, if you had told me a week ago that this was an episode that was going to focus on, on May, uh, which we kind of knew that would have no flashbacks, almost no Kurt Russell, um, and, and really no monsters, I, I would have expected to not be happy with it. I am was actually kind of surprised how much I liked it. Um, I think part of it is that a lot of it really was driven by Tim.
0: And yes. I'm really liking
2: the character. Um, that may have something to do with it. And I am liking the – I was kind of surprised but liking the direction that they're going with Kurt Russell. So uh we'll talk about the rest of it later. Uh, and it also just ends a storyline that I really didn't give a shit about in the first place. And, and at the very least, a resolution to
0: that means we can move forward. Alright, sounds good. Uh yeah, for me, um yeah, I I uh am kind of somewhere where you guys are. Um I, I didn't really enjoy the episode that much, but it wasn't horrendous. Uh but it wasn't great like some of the better episodes of the season. Um we do did know it was gonna be May and a lot of it was um uh about her backstory and whatnot. And I felt it was very anticlimactic and had nothing to do at all with Monarch and why she was on the run. So I felt that was kind of silly and stupid. Um, and the story of why she was on the run, I felt was kind of silly and stupid as well. Um, I, I can understand why someone would, would not want to, uh, participate in, in what, uh, a company happens to work on whether it's defense scientific research uh governmental or uh chemistry biology whatever it doesn't matter um and therefore uh be upset but um the whole story of what happened to her the consequences and whatnot seemed kind of ridiculous i felt but uh um we'll get into all that uh but all in all uh it was okay um and i do concur I do love where they're going with Kurt Russell's character and uh, the Tim character as well. Um, so I think those are the two best characters on on the show. And as long as they if they should focus on them completely, and I'd be quite satisfied. Um, all right, so that's our feelings on the episode. So right away, we'll just throw up uh, the point that we are spoiling everything because again, we're assuming everybody who listens to this podcast uh, has watched the show. Because why else would you want to listen to it, uh, especially a TV show that you haven't watched so uh where do we want to begin uh what do we want to talk about um i think we're, we're ready to go well let me
2: start with this though, because uh you mentioned before on the podcast as well as the episodes in which we covered the films themselves that you were not a uh fan of most of the of the legendary uh monsterverse films with the exception of godzilla versus not godzilla versus kong with the exception of uh kong skull island yes that's correct so did you pick up the the uh, the connection between May and the films? No, I, I, I may not have.
0: Interesting. Okay.
2: So the whole idea is that they were working on a neural interface project. Yep. And that's the thing that they used to create, uh, Mecha Godzilla in Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh,
0: there you go.
2: So when they do the grand reveal, which, uh, which we, later and at the end of the episode, that, uh, the, the company becomes Apex. Um, that's the evil co- corporation in Godzilla versus Khan. Now, I, I, I'm not sure it was a great reveal because quite frankly, it's not like Apex is, you know, seared into our brains, uh, as uh, a cultural phenomenon. It's not the kind of thing you could just drop the way you might be able to, I don't know, uh, drop an Imperial March theme and, and everyone knows what it means. <laughs> um, and that's because, let's be honest, the legendary films, whether you like them or not, did a fairly shitty job with the universe building and the mythology. Um.
1: Cause each one has a different one rather than it growing.
2: Yeah. And, and, and this also does connect. I did like this that they, so if you remember in, um, Monarch and not Monarch. I <laughs> uh, was it in Godzilla 2014, Monarch was a secret organization nobody ever heard of. And then we start. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, which is set a few years later, with them in a Senate hearing, a public Senate hearing. Yep. And so the question is, when did they become public? And they kind of redress that here as well. So they're doing their best, it feels like, to clean up some of the floppiness the of the MonsterVerse
0: films. Okay, that makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. Um, so, like, how do the how
2: does this mysterious organization that we didn't know about ever, you know, end up knowing so much? About, like, getting a skull crawler and and knowing about the kaiju and, you know, being able to build a, a mecha Godzilla in just a couple of years. Well, now we know that this, this is a project that they've been working on for a long oh, time wow. and that they had yeah. the help of Monarch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So when when Uh, And, again, we're assuming there's no spoilers, even though this is one of the movies. Skull Island, we we know that uh, 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 Randa's character dies, right? So that – and that was in 73. So if he's gone, how does his research from Skull Island in 73 come up to '20? 15 and even further when, when Mecha Godzilla and whatnot. If Not I mean, everyone
1: dies thinking. in that, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay.
1: Well, I go. mean, his research could get back. Yep. Right. Sure and I'm sure. It, and they and, do show go- John Goodman's character, who is fairly important at that time, too.
2: Right. And they, at the end, and the post credit sequence, if you remember, they had, um, uh, the two lead of the film like being brought into the Monarch organization. So Monarch still exists as an organization outside of Randa. So I don't think Randa packed up all of his research and every copy of his research when he went away on vacation uh, to Skull Island. So that research was still available. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more that that – it's not his research. It was – that Apex was working on something, or whatever organ, they called it in, uh, in this episode, um, was working on neural interface link, and that neural interface link was really being done to create a, create a Mechagodzilla. Uh, and then we see that they put, uh, basically, Gittera's brain into Mechagodzilla.
1: And they basically, from what we see in this, they get that technology because they make a deal to let May go.
2: Right. And what May was doing, the whole reason, I mean, is that May destroyed the organization. She destroyed all their research. Right. Or made it inaccessible made it inaccessible. That that's why they were after her. Um and presumably stole a lot of their money at the same time. Um Although I don't think the money was the thing that was, that was holding them up.
0: So they somehow knew May had a connection with Monarch then.
1: Well, they did as time went by. They didn't in the beginning, but they got, they showed up on that huge thing in the desert.
0: So they knew about it. Right. Okay. So when she runs away, it's from them, but when she comes back. That's when they find out she ha- she's been linked to Monarch, and that's why they want her. Yep. They're being yes. kind to her to make the deal. So gotcha, gotcha, got gotcha. it. So did they get? If my understanding is right, did they get the the stuff from May at the end of this episode?
2: Didn't, and they they didn't get it from May. They got it because they wanted May to spy on the Randa kids. Yeah, and they were going to let her go. As long as she continues to spy on them and keep them informed, because again, their whole goal is using the Kaiju and or the Titans. Sorry, and May um, won't play ball, but her friends basically use Monarch to bail her out. And so, if Monarch is actually playing with playing ball with them, they don't need May anymore. They don't need her to spy on the kids. Right. Yeah, no. that's
0: true. Now, but let's I'm go so, back to so Barrett. Did, we don't know what the
2: fuck the kids have to do with anything.
0: Right. And what, what, but why would they let her go still if they didn't need her? They still could put her on trial and you know, have her arrested. And,
1: because they they're got probably to deal with doing illegal shit. Yeah, they're, they are definitely doing illegal shit, which yeah. is why she didn't get turned in right away. If they were on the above board, that wouldn't have yeah.
0: happened. <laughs> right, gotcha, gotcha. Right, and Monarch
2: basically and basically Monarch says, "Hey, look, we'll play ball with you. We'll give you access to our information. We can share, and when we share, but we're only going to do that if you let me off the hook." Now, I don't know what Monarch is getting out of this. You know, we are not really seeing a lot from them, and as we see, Monarch is not necessarily is a little bit of a schizophrenic organization. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. and, and, and I why think, do, again, as I said, that's, that's fine with me. Why, why uh, I've does,
0: been okay, keep on going.
2: I was saying lots, lots of businesses, you know, the, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing.
0: Yeah. Now, why why is Monarch care that much about May to make that deal? Because what's May's significance? Because honestly, the kids
1: it, know where Shaw is and what he's doing, and they hold that out so that yes. they'll get May free. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay.
2: Gotcha. And, and Tim really isn't that big of a dick. No, you know, he's, he's distra- not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. 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 And plus, he doesn't really give a rat's ass about that company anyway. So, right, right. I mean, you know, I mean, so that makes sense too. Yeah. All so right, Tim is
2: basically trying to do it, do her a solid. Yeah. And it, basically, they well, they're well aware that they can, they can use the kids, but this then takes away the connection. Apex can leave them alone. I think there's a lot of stuff that happened for a tie-in to a subplot in a film that, as successful as it was, I don't think a lot of people cared about that. They were cared about monkey beat dinosaur, dinosaur beat monkey, and that was all really people paid attention to. And then dinosaur monkey beat robot dinosaur. Um, I I think the audience wasn't necessarily that invested in the – the, 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 dark op, uh, machinations of the Apex organization to build Mechagodzilla. Right. This whole thing feels like it was essentially a waste of time. And in terms of the main story arc and the fact that they seem to have wrapped it up with three more episodes to go, you know, this is, it makes me very happy because, but it also tells you that it really wasn't that important. Um, that was just sort of an an arbitrary mystery to dangle in front of audiences just so you could dangle a mystery in front of audiences.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: And, and if, if this was a traditional show, by traditional, I mean a show made before 2010, you know, where they only have a couple months lead to, um, between each you know, between the time they make the episode and the time it airs. I would think someone looked at the marketing research and was like, oh, shit, people are really hating this May character. We need to end this storyline and just change her up dramatically. What's uh, funny
1: is I liked her the most of the three. <laughs> so I, that which, kind of funny.
0: Which, which is fair, but I, I think this is similar to that Halo storyline from the television series on uh, – Paramount. It's
1: it's worse than that one, in fact, because yeah, that
0: we don't want these three characters. <laughs> we don't hate the characters as people, but we just don't want them in the story. And and well, they seem... didn't they,
1: they
3: didn't fit. They didn't make
2: any yeah. sense,
0: right? Like the yeah, character right. in um, Halo, and Halo was just made up for the
2: show. Was it was well, they were all made up, but yeah, it, it had nothing right. to do with the pre-existing storyline, and they never they did not connect it to the main storyline until literally the the last episode. I think, if I remember correctly. Um, and it didn't do it in a way that was in any way satisfying or necessary. Right. So, yeah, um, it didn't need to be there. And, you know, I've been, I've been harping on this. I think when you, when you were taking away the focus of the show, we're taking away the focus on why people are tuning in. And I think the two main reasons people are tuning into this TV series is one monsters and two kurt russell.
0: Right. Um I would concur with that statement, yeah.
2: Right. I know maybe they've gotten invested in other things and that's what you hope, right come for uh come for this this character but stay for all the rest, you know, stay for the wacky shenanigans that they're up to. Right? The the star, like whoever the the headliner is for a TV series really only matters that first season. Right to hook people in and draw them in. Right, Because right. I don't well, care well, like who we Westworld, have. Westworld did with Anthony Hopkins. Yep. With Anthony Hopkins and Ed Harris, right. Yeah. Because if you're not on board after the first season, then people are just going to stop watching because the, 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 oh, what is, you know, if we, if there was a TV series, say, starring Tom Cruise, I'm sure a lot of people would tune in to see what the hell the, the TV show is. But as soon as they found out that the, the series sucks, so they don't care about the story that it's a Tom Cruise cooking show or whatever, well, you might watch that. Um, People are like, all right, this is not what I wanted. I'm out.
0: Right, right. Yep. Makes sense.
2: Like a good example. I just saw, uh, uh, a commercial for the new season of True Detective. Yep. Which stars Jodie Foster. Now that people might tune in going, oh, no. ah, Jodie Foster.
1: Yep. <laughs> that, that'll draw me in because
2: I like the first season of True Detective. Right. But if the segment if the, but if it sucks, they're not coming back for episode 5, 6, and 7. They might stay for the first 3 or 4. No. They certainly aren't going to make the effort to watch season 2.
0: Right. That so
2: is- So in this case, um I came in because of monsters. I would have been there for monsters regardless because monsters. Um Kurt Russell was adding gravy on top of that. Right. But You know, Wyatt Russell, eh, all right. I liked him in in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I wasn't going to watch a show because of him. Um, I wasn't going to watch a show because I was really curious about the backstory of the John Goodman character who got killed off in Kong Skull Island. That's not why I tuned in. But now I really like that storyline and I like that character. I like Wyatt Russell's performance. And so, yeah, that'll get me coming back as long as that remains a thing, if it remains a thing.
0: Right, right.
2: But if it's season two, doesn't have Kurt Russell, doesn't have a flashback, and it's all about the Randa twins, uh, the only thing keeping me coming back is monsters and episodes like this that don't have monsters in it. Um, I, my, oh, okay. I might not be
0: yeah, so keen back. to revisit. Sure, sure. Yeah, makes sense. All right, sounds good. Um, what? Uh, all right, so so that explains where May, May's company is with here. But I will, or with the rest of the monster verse. But I will say that it's still. It's like you said. It, it truly is just a correction episode for the movies, or or filler episode for the movies. Because again, May's I mean, we had so many ideas in our prior episodes. What is May? Is she a spy for the monarch? Is she a spy for a federal a government? Is she uh, running uh, uh, away from something? And and you know, basically, all she was running away from is is
1: her own uh, actions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 let me explain. It's like, it's like if you didn't pay your taxes and you flee the country. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's so anticlimactic. I mean, it's like oh, it's just an ordinary awful crime, and that's it. It was it's well, not, and yeah. and it's the
2: least interesting because you have someone whose criminal action was she didn't like animal cruelty and I was like right well, which, is, which is fine but it's like oh his crime is that he robbed from the rich and gave to the poor oh we forgive you it's That's, so trite right <laughs> it, it's trite it's safe it's easy yeah. and it's like oh we got to make sure like god forbid that she you know did something awful or did something? Even if it was, I was trying to 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 do something good and fucked up, and something really bad happened as a result of it. Yeah, it um, made it
1: really boring. I thought her, but it us, also yeah. turns out to be.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like I said, it's as if she was just running away from tax evasion. It's right, like, like not even a big deal. It's like I mean, it's well, a big even deal. tax
2: but... evasion, we're like, I think some of us would 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 say, "Well, fuck you! I have to pay my taxes." And no, she she was, you know, and. They, they found something that most people I, I think, unless you, you know, happen to own a, a computer company and understand the vast amounts of time and resources that she destroyed and wasted, um, or, or do scientific research with animal experimentation, um, that most people would be like, Oh, okay, no, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with her screwing over the animal experimentation guys. It it worked out great in twenty eight days later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the truth. Oh my god, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a horrible thing. They showed what was happening to you, the monkey. We, we know that this is done with every type of company, unfortunately. Um, it's not just companies recruiting the federal schools. government. It's yeah. federal government. Oh yeah, colleges too. Yeah, Dude, right.
1: I I did a thing yeah. for um psychology. I had to do a like a thing where I helped out and it was helping out where they were doing uh experimentation on cats and scoping out their brains. So those cats did not live at the end and I could not handle that thing. It was very hard for me to be part of. Um sure. right, right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, there's, you know, the old saying, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Um, yeah, right. A lot of our medical stuff does come from animal experimentation, and I know there's a lot of people who who uh, think it's unnecessary, who do not like it, and people who don't go into it for that. And they really try to find alternatives, and I am not in a position where I can say with any sort of authority how necessary or unnecessary any of it is. I certainly Same. understand I certainly understand A, why, why the, 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 I understand the greater good part of it. I also understand the hurting cute fuzzy animals and even the not cute fuzzy animals. Um,
1: well, and that's so the thing. To... That's why I didn't go, you know, throw a monkey in the wrench because I know that stuff's necessary. I just didn't want to be part of it.
2: Right. right. If, right. If, if this research allowed, uh, a quadriplegic to walk again, if right. it, that, this research allowed really white people it to see. To yeah. Then a few monkeys dying I, I would I would feel bad about but I, I i would be I would be willing to go, okay, I guess I'll yep. pull that trigger right
0: uh right. the
2: problem with any research is that it's all blind, you never really know what's gonna pay off and what's not right
0: true, true yeah yeah, so that 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 kind of explains uh at least what was going on uh here with may's story uh again, it's Obviously, they chose animal experimentation because they knew that would be something that would make uh, the audiences uh, upset with, and and therefore support May, which is fine. Uh, but again, it was like her whole backstory w- was was no big deal to the, the the rest of the the show, and it was like that was kind of a bummer.
2: Well, which gets me to. And I'm going to grant that I, I don't know because I haven't seen the rest of the uh, episode yet, the uh, rest of the season. But if this episode was five minutes long and was only about Kurt Russell's character, would it have any fundamental effect on what happens next episode? Um, would 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 we be missing out on something? And you know. I don't know that we would be. Yeah.
0: yeah. So so the question is
1: except for character building between the um three kids who I don't see the purpose right. of anyway.
0: Well well first of all <laughs> it, it's it's it, it's it's just weird because it, it it's like it, they didn't even have to have her character be a, a runaway. Like I said they could have just had her be a Japanese girl that that was smart and did techie stuff or an American expatriate that or any Person. Oh, well, they would have
2: done American Expatriate because you already have uh, a Japanese character and you have an Asian American character, uh, and and you have a straight white male in in uh, Kurt Russell. So they had to find some other demographic to try to appeal. Fair so. enough.
0: So so they bring her in, but they didn't have to make her a runaway. They could have just had her be living in Japan because she's an otaku fan or something.
2: You know, but right. It added well. What it did is added a false sense of suspense. A false, right, a, a false. sense of conflict and tension between the characters, yep. um, and and again, that required us to care. And personally, personally, I didn't. If you, if the listeners out there did, great. For me, it didn't. I don't think it did for you guys either.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, a false, um, tense. T- Argument of whatever the words are. What was the word that you used, Mike? Again, Tent, to
2: create well, false, to create tension between the characters.
0: Yeah, false, right. False great tension. friction. Yeah. Right. It's because you
2: don't want, and that was like um, a classic example is Star Trek Next Generation. Is is that the the writers were always hindered by the fact that the Gene Roddenberry insisted everybody gets along, <laughs> <laughs> and that made the characters really boring. Right. It's not like you had. Kirk, Spock, and Bones in the original series. Um, and then they found ways to introduce tension into cast and crew in later's TV series. But Next Generation was always kind of hamstrung a little bit for that. And it's not that I don't like Next Generation, but the writers will tell you how problematic it was and how hard it was to make the characters interesting by making everybody get along. So you you do like, like Sam and Diane on Cheers, right? Or, you know, you have, uh, you know, Martin and Frazier on Frasier. You have these things where these characters have different personalities that they're going to butt heads on, and that creates dramatic tension, and that makes the characters somewhat more interesting and gives an audience they can pick a side, you know, who they prefer, who they don't prefer. Maybe they like them both, but they enjoy watching the conflict. Um, here, if we just got all these characters together and they all got along and everything was great and, and there's no tension, then a, a boring show. I don't happen to think in this particular case that they found a uh mix that creates good tension. Um it also doesn't help that um the Kate character seems to forget who she likes and doesn't like at any any particular given moment. Right.
3: Okay, I'm
1: okay with you now. Okay. <laughs> now I hate yeah.
0: you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If if the amount of her anger wasn't so strong, it wouldn't be as bad when when they she does a flip like that. But because she gets so upset, it's hard to say. Okay, now she's like totally
2: okay with her because she told her everything. <laughs> right. Well, not yeah. only that, like they okay, do, um, one of the worst lines in the show this week was like so. We end last week with them, and I and I. I said this, yeah, with them going their own way, and it's like, but they're all going in the same direction. Oh. Right. So what does that matter? Um, right. So they're going their own way, and, and then they're not. And so, of course, they're all at the same, at the airport together, which makes sense. Right. But again, it kind of undercuts the, what happened at the end of last episode two, uh, where, where they, where they split up, uh, because then they realize they're all, Going to the airport. And then not only do they split up, May pays for their air ticket, airline tickets. Um, which, all right, fine. And May's not returned from the bathroom yet. Um, oh, oh. and she cares. Why does she care? She's the one that like, like wanted nothing to do with her last episode. And now she suddenly cares that May hasn't come back, spent any time with him. After I want to point out, she
0: said, we don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. Right. I, well, I her brother this, was just uh, as
1: confused.
0: <laughs> I, and and, and on it, honestly, I, I, out of the two, it would I would think the brother would be the one that would care the most about May and and this the uh, and the, her sister, who's known May for what a, a week if that it it doesn't make any sense. Especially after well, not only that, but yeah.
2: then they find the jacket. This, this is the line I was referring to. They find the jacket in the bathroom, and. Uh, Kentara says, well, maybe she left it behind. She's like, May? Our May? Our May? You've known her for a week. What the fuck is this Our May thing? Right, right. (laughs) You know, it's one thing if I say, Bill? Our Bill? Pissed on Taylor Swift? I don't believe that. You know, no, that's, that's one thing. Bill Connor? (laughs) What? Nothing. (laughs) Made a joke. Okay. I I just, (laughs) it, it was a dumb, it's, And then I also want to point out last week, you know, that we, we spent, I I don't, I don't remember if we mentioned it or not. You know, she's, she's hated Godzilla the entire time. Godzilla's traumatized her. They make a whole big thing about how traumatized she was by G Day. And then she's like all giddy, like, he looked at me. He looked at me. Like, like she just got like singled out by the, by the, the, the rock star on, on stage. You know, it's like, you hate him. Right, and, and, and what did he do? He, he killed him, all almost the killed children. you,
0: he, and he killed all of her students. <laughs> he
2: killed, he killed all your students, killed your girlfriend,
0: and yes, that's, almost that's killed
2: right. you. But he <laughs> looked at you. He didn't like give you a flower or anything. I don't know why you're so. Well, and
1: you and that's really, the, like, the bad part. They made they're trying to make him again a hero after the first whole movie is him killing people, even though he's going after those other things. And it's not his intention to kill people. He still did. <laughs>
2: right, right. Well, I mean, did. he is. Yeah. I think in this in this continuity, you know, because you you look at, you know, there's what three main Godzilla storylines, and then before you get to Legendary, right? You have the 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 early Showa era, which was from the 50s to the 70s. Then you get the the Heisei era from the uh 80s to the early 90s and then the millennium series from late 90s into the mid 2000s right and he's kind of all over the map there like the the one that Americans know best because that's what they always showed on TV when we were younger is the 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 early showa series and he starts out as obviously the villain of the first film and kind of the villain of the second film and he's a bad guy in Kong versus Godzilla and in Godzilla versus Mothra. But then after that, you get to Godzilla versus Ghidorah. And, and, versus you know, the Ghidorah, the 3 three-headed monster, and, or, and, uh, and then it was, uh, Godzilla versus Monster Zero, which was Ghidorah. And, and that, and that's when he starts to turn to, into an anti hero. And then by the time you get to like Godzilla versus Megalon and, uh, and, and,
0: uh, and Adora. Uh,
2: is, is, he's, he's a straight out, heroic
0: Her- yeah heroic like the yeah. friend
2: to friend to, all, to 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 children son of godzilla and stuff like that um so he he con- here i think they're going with godzilla as an anti-hero right so yeah he he saved the world from the the giant muto bug but he mostly isn't doing it for people's sake he's doing it for kind of right. his own sake <laughs> um and you know same thing godzilla king of the monsters well He's uh he's top Ghidorah again. He's he's the king of the monsters. He he reasserts authorities over the uh rest of the Titans. You know, but he's not doing it to see saves the planet, but he's not doing it to save the planet. Right. Um he's doing right. it for it's his self
0: preservation.
2: Right. It's self preservation. And then the same thing, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh well he's being driven to attack places uh which which he would have otherwise left people alone, but he's not. Again, he he would have left he would have left everything alone. He wasn't there to save anybody, so he's still acting as kind of an anti-hero. He is much more a force of nature, and 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 looking at Godzilla like that and going, oh, he likes me, he really likes me. It's like, no, he's a hurricane. That's what he is.
1: And he right. keeps the other monsters at bay because he's the apex predator, right? <laughs> not because of any other reason. Right.
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah, yes. And, and, you know, I mean, it's fine to make him a hero eventually, or at least an anti-hero or, or, or a creature that just ignores people and is just hit, killing people on mistake because they're just like ants. But for someone like the sister, she any time that she actually shows sympathy or empathy for Godzilla, it makes no sense at all.
1: No, it makes
0: absolutely none, yeah because it just not only did he kill all the students and his, her lover, but he also destroyed the entire city that she lived in right and for and 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 made her mother now live in a trailer and, and you know it's just it's just pathetic it's there's no friggin way that any human being i i well you never know that there is people that are pacifists to the point of of no return um and it makes sense, but she is not that type of character she and i don't mean that negatively i i mean she has uh a bit of a um an anger streak and are like most people, normal people, you know, that, that, like, like some people say, I, I don't want the death penalty for the person that killed my daughter, or I don't want the U.S. to drop bombs on, uh, the, the terrorist that chopped my son's head off, like, like the, the bird family, his, or his father said that. And, and that makes sense. People are pacifists. They, they do that, but some people are, are still good people and pacifists, but still want, Criminally prosecuted and and or even killed if, if you know if it happens, and she seems more like the normal person, not like the the Ber- Dave Bergs family um, that said that we should not drop bombs on the, on that terrorist. Um, I forget the guy's name, Adair, I, don't, I don't know what his name was, but in Iraq. But but my point is, is that for her to just suddenly say, "Yeah, Godzilla's okay," it doesn't make sense. It upsets me. That
2: but it's also not who her character has been up to this point. That's
0: what that thank you. See right. I I I said that in five minutes and Mike says it in, in five words. <laughs> well, done. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yes. That is not her character. Exactly.
2: Or I mean until that episode. Right. And and so in this case, we've gone from her for no particular reason, not knowing who May is, being suspicious of May, being angry at May, to apparently being in a relationship with May, who, uh, let's be honest, we didn't—I mean, Phil, you—you—you you, you kind of called it—but who we never yep. even saw any hint that she swung that way before. Right, right. But
0: the the, the phone call she had had nothing to do. I don't think it had anything to do with a lover after all. We, I don't even know who that phone call. I think it was her sister, actually. Wait, I'm, I'm mixed but, up now. So but, were they
1: intimating but, that they're together
0: now? But, but we've seen her have sex with the brother. So what I saw in this episode is similar to what you saw, Mike, which is that they may be leading that way, where she's not swinging both ways and she is going to bang both siblings.
1: Uh, so you're feeling that because she gave the big hug and everything? And-
2: oh, there's, there, yeah, they were holding hands at one point. There's, if I remember correctly. Um, no, I
1: think you're right. I think you're right. I just didn't, you know, innocent
2: me. Yeah, and I, I don't understand. Look, that. girls, girls are more likely to, <laughs> to do stuff like that in a friendly way, but you know, most movies and, and TV shows, you know, right. save uh, that for so that they don't miscommunicate. Uh, that would make it
1: even feel more icky to me because
2: of all the father
0: stuff that's already yes. gone in. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. It's yes. just it like, back. come on. Right. And that's another thing that's weird about the show is that they're having people jump around in beds and it's like, like everybody's promiscuous. So it's like, we don't need to see any of this. We just want to see monsters and people die and people no, try to stop but, the monsters. But, that, that's promiscuous. It, it, well, you're right. It's not promiscuous in the sense that they're just I mean, but but it's it's it is bed hopping. It is.
3: Yeah. And
2: well, you know, in fairness, she broke up with the brother like a year ago. But still, man, it's like it's, it's just kind like, of gross. This is just so
0: freaking weird.
2: You're now gonna none, none, none of us uh, are,
0: are homosexual, but I doubt we would date. I don't this, care that this, she's homosexual. No. no, but, like, I, no I, yeah, I, that's not the problem. No, no. <laughs> Let me explain what I'm saying. So I have to use a different analogy than this analogy, because we're not homosexual. It's like us dating the girl down the street and then we, we break up with her and then we start, uh, dating her sister. Right. That wouldn't happen. We wouldn't do that. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's just, or, or our our best friend's, uh, uh, girlfriends, they break up and then we start dating our best friend's girlfriend. We, we wouldn't do that. You just don't do certain right. things. Right. It's against the code,
1: right?
2: Right. It's just, right. Don't it, do it,
0: that. It, <laughs> right, right, and, and that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter. That's why I have to use a different analogy than. No, so it's
2: all just weird no. and icky. Yeah, yes.
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, the show is weird and icky, where the people just bed hopping. It's it's weird. I don't know. And I, and and. See and, any of this.
2: and you know, you know, I don't. I don't even. I mean, we and all. I'm not approved, I, right?
0: Because I I love the the nude and sex scenes in Game of Thrones, but this here it just seems weird. Like,
2: well, you know, and it, like it was, it, and in Game of Thrones you had the brother and sister thing. Which was right. weird and icky, but it was but
1: supposed it was to be weird and icky. The, right. It's supposed it to be, and plot. it's in the book too.
0: <laughs> right, and it's part of the plot, and it's the theme, and it, it, it's the destiny of of Jamie's character, and that. So it's completely different, absolutely. This here, yeah. it's just it's all inconsequential, and they're just throwing it in because they.
1: Yeah, they're showing like, in in, in the Game of Thrones, they're showing how depraved that family is.
0: Right, right. Here, here but, it's just unnecessary and icky. I like. Right, and it's
2: not. It's not, um even the promiscuity, like, cause I mentioned, like, cheers, right? Cheers. Sam Malone was with a different woman every week, just about, uh, at least in the, the first season or two before he ends up hooking up with Diane. Um it, it's not unusual for that to happen on, on, on old TV shows, uh, for characters to have different Girlfriends or boyfriends every week because it's, it's a, it's an ongoing subplot, but they're also yeah, not real like people. Seinfeld, we know
0: that. Like Seinfeld and, and, and Seinfeld, right? There's yeah, another yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, uh the three's, threes, company is another one.
2: It's, it's the family thing. It's the whole family thing and the fact. Oh yeah. That they're, yeah. they 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 just keep bringing it back around to this. And right. it's like, I'm like, you not know, this is weird. Right. right. Well, had, and,
0: it's, and I, I even throw in in the the backstory too of the sister because she's, she's having an affair with with this random woman, and then she's dating another. And it's like, why is everybody just that was promiscuous? It's like, why, I don't get it. This is just weird. It's I, I, we're not watching a soap opera here, but it is a soap opera, and it's like, what are we doing? Ugh makes me sick. So. Yeah, it's just
2: a weird thing to introduce, and yeah, maybe we're squares and, and whatever. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> it's, weird. it's a weird ass thing to stick into a middle of a story about giant monsters. Yeah. That, and, and 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 let's be honest. Um, I, I mean, I you're making Godzilla series, you have to figure it's a thing that that kids are going to have some interest in. So, you know, just, just, just. I, I understand we've broken a lot of taboos of late, but the whole—I don't—I'm not ready for the bigamy thing. I'm not ready for, yeah. <laughs> for right, that. Right.
1: I'm okay with people that are married to multiple people as long as they all agree.
0: This was not right. An right situation. That, right. Well, and even that. Th- it, fine. They can. But it's not a show I would want to watch. Right. I don't want to watch a bigamy show, even if they agreed. So. The point is is it's unnecessary. Pretty good. <laughs> what 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 is it called Big love
1: I think it's big love whatever oh, it oh yeah, back. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm sure it is good i, I just don't really watch that much t v anyway, so i don't I'm familiar <laughs> with the show but my point is is the, the reason I'm watching this show isn't for the bigamy or or, or the sex right. monsters or, or and,
1: the right, and right all the different things going on with the government and stuff or monarch and everything that all that secret stuff is fun.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. Like when we started getting Tim involved with the kids, that's when they became more interesting. Right. Right. Cause I love the scene where they're, they're trying to get her to help May and he's like making <laughs> motions behind his head like duh. <laughs> when right. the girl explains everything that they've found and done for them.
0: Right, right. I am, I am glad they didn't kill Tim off because I read in some reviews that they thought he was dead. Uh, I mean, you know, technically I would have episode. thought
1: he'd be dead, but it's yeah, fine he's, that he's alive. I mean, they didn't explain right. it and that's fine. Right,
0: right. <laughs> well, that was the, the coolest part of the show I felt was him coming out of the sand because we're thinking he's going to be another Kaiju and it's just Tim, but yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay because Tim's a good character. So I was okay with that. And one um,
1: person out of that crew could live. I mean it is possible. Yeah, I, I don't right, put right, that right. beyond possibility.
0: So Right, right. It, it's it's a little weird right, that he, he has no he has no uh uh medical conditions. You know, you figure yeah. like you a know. broken leg. Yeah, bro, or or even a broken wrist. I would have been yeah. satisfied with a broken wrist or or I, uh, um, a big gash on his head or something, nothing. So, but he had you know. a
2: scratch, I think, and that was
0: it. Right, right. So, all right, that's fine. It, it is what it is.
2: But one of the things I like about the Tim character, though, is that he seems really normal. He yeah, does. He's good. Yeah, he's a great <laughs> character. Um, in, in that, like, you know, when he runs into them at the airport, he doesn't give me, he's like, he's like dying of thirst and he just is downing bottles of water. And like most of us would be like, yeah, that would be me. Uh, I don't you know it's it's the stuff like you know he got called out at work you know he's put into the situation where he has to he uh when he first interacts with with the family and he fucks it up but he's trying really hard to assure them that he's not meaning them any harm and he really doesn't he's really not trying to do anything to them but because he's such a bumbling idiot in his own way um they don't believe him right <laughs> So right, he really sure. he's not a, he's not a villain even if he's doing things that maybe maybe you would find uh, questionable. Um, but it, it's it's still coming from the right place and he's trying to figure out his shit. It, it just I I enjoy it and I'm uh, and I'm liking the fact that we may be seeing an inversion where Tim may end up being the hero. And and by the way, he's it's the one looking that, that way that, that, that uh, they go public uh, that he's going to be, the, that he might end up being the hero and Kurt Russell might end up being the villain.
1: I totally felt this episode was making it look like Kurt Russell's going to be the villain because he's doing all that stuff. And the way they made it seem was like, he's, he's starting to, He's going down the wrong path, even though he thinks he's doing it for the right reasons.
2: Right. And they've established him. First of all, I never even considered it because, you know, well, it's, it's, it's Kurt Russell, right? Of yeah. course he's not the villain. He's Kurt Russell. Right. Uh, even, right, even right. if he was the bad guy in death proof, uh, spoiler warning, um, he's Kurt That's Russell. Right. Kurt Russell right. plays the hero yeah. and he's the guy where we're really, he's the, the, the heart of the show because he's the character we're watching in 1950s. He's the character we're watching in, in the, in 2015. So clearly he's the main character and the main character is never the villain. So he's not the villain, right? right. We just, I'm not even going to consider the possibility that he is the villain. And then he shows up dressed in black with, uh, with a, a an armed, a uh, and and last week, right. When the, Tim's sidekick, the Uber competence uh arm of the the, the the Tim Team Tim like shows up and you're like, oh, she's turning on to the good side now. It's like, well, maybe not.
1: It just depends maybe on what not. you consider the good good side because they think they're doing the right things because the way Monarch's handling it, everybody's
2: gonna die, is how they feel, I think. <laughs> well, I have a feeling And I don't know, and we're, and now I'm curious, because I'm not saying he is the bad guy.
0: I'm saying he might be the bad guy. Right, they're making him, they're they're making him, they're using the typical things, all they have to do is have him change his accent to English and have a cigarette in his mouth. But, right, if they don't do that, um. Oh, he is, he is dressing all those, you know, he has, it's the typical Hollywood things that make a villain. And then he's also being a hard ass and, and, a, and trying to make things happen. Now the question is, is he trying to make things happen by being a utilitarian and, and so some people can, can, can die and that's okay? Or is he going to be, or are they just trying to trick us? And I think that's where you're coming, Mike, which is you want to see where they go with this because are they tricking us or is he going to be the villain?
2: Well, I right. think if he's a villain, he's a villain with an understandable motivation, right? So yep. here we have a guy that had a woman he loved killed by the monsters. Yep. And um, I'm going to say a friend killed by the monsters. Yep. And the the, the, the the friend's son you know, was almost killed by the monster. I think he's he'd probably looking at it and say, We, you know, whereas, um, uh, what's her name? Keiko was in love with the monsters or, or like fascinated by them, not in love with, but you know, she seemed to have affection and appreciation for them. I can very much see him still having that military mindset, which is they are a threat and they have killed people I love and they've done all this damage and we're trying to prevent G Day times a thousand. Fuck that. Fuck this. Make nice with the monster bullshit. We're going to close off their portals and make sure they never get here again. And I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing. If this was a normal monster movie, that's what the heroes would be doing. But it's like the monsters right. are coming through the portal. <laughs> yeah. right? It's like uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer where, where they, the whole goal is to close the hell mouth. Um, <laughs> To stop the monsters from coming into your town, I, I think we would all be on board with that. But of course, we don't want to lose Godzilla, and we don't want to lose Kong, and we don't want to lose all the rest. So, so for that reason, we think that'd be a bad idea. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be—it's really going to be curious to see if he's going to end up being the—the the, if not the villain, the antagonist. And and it and it helps right that he's been our ally all along. And he hasn't been a mustache twirler. And he still probably won't be. I think he would probably have very, very reasonable motivations for doing what he wants to do. He would just have a different solution. To, and this might be problem. why
1: he was locked up, right? Right. Because <laughs> he, right. he was off his rocker. He was doing things that right. weren't but for but the it was good.
0: But it was easy for him to pop the thing off and just escape. So if he was that villainy... Or, or, oh, or well, he's might not I just wanted to keep an
1: Yeah, he's that's not. True, true. He's yeah, just they were true, worried true. about him doing things. Yeah, then I can see true. them doing
0: that. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all right. That's true, that's true.
2: And then it's also taking Monarch and flipping it around like, oh wait a minute. Right. So we were okay. Monarch looked bad because we were with the bad guy. <laughs> and we we goofed on that. Um because yeah, the the the, the "Quote unquote uh, heroes, the 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 people who are trying to do the right thing will look like will be the antagonists, you know. If you're the if uh, if you're the villain, and so it makes sense that that's where they're going. And that and that's again oversimplifying. I don't think he's going to be a, a villain. Villain that would be really horrible if he turned into a, into a terrible human being. I yeah. think he's just just a guy who's trying to find a solution to a terrible problem."
1: I think but they're making a, his character like the character of
2: um Girga Pharma
1: in the the one where she lets yeah.
2: the monsters loose. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he's gonna go there. He's not trying to make a No, numbers. I don't
1: I don't think he's going in that similar, I'm saying. Similar type of idea.
0: Yeah, I hope they don't go there. hope will be a disaster.
1: No, well she she was an idiot. Um Well, she <laughs> thought she was doing the right thing and you know, I think that's where he's gonna come from. He thinks he's doing the right thing. But he might do more damage. Then good. We just don't know yet. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. It's possible.
2: And who? Hell, who knows? By the time the the series is over, I might very well be on on his side, Uh depending on what he's doing.
0: Yeah. No kidding, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it'll be curious. I mean, it depends on where they go with Tim. I mean, I, I don't know. I, and, but you know what? I know where Tim is and I know where, I know where Tim is and I know what current Russell's doing, even though I don't know where he's going. But again, what, what's the point of the kids? And, and I don't even know why Tim needs the kids. Why, why does Tim need the kids again? I, I don't even,
1: I don't He know. thinks that they're, because they're related to the father and what they've already done makes them valuable to Monarch. And so Monarch should use them rather than just send them away.
0: Right. And that's right. And Monarch still doesn't know if they are close to the father or not, right? That's why they said, let him go and then we'll just follow him and then they'll lead us right to the father. As right. a, so, uh, so they, they were also confused in, in the sense that they weren't sure if he, if the kids really did know where the father was. And one way to find out out is just let him loose. And of course it was just coincidence that they locked out and found where he was. Well, and
1: now their value lies in what they know about Shaw.
0: Yeah, that's right. But they really only need
1: one kid for that, (laughs)
0: right? So Duvall and Shaw and Tim now are on opposite teams, is it? Or or are they? Well, let me even ask that: Is is Shaw and 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 Tim on opposite teams? Really, are they, or or they just don't know? They're on the same team. They just don't know where they're going.
2: I think they're on opposite teams. Yeah, I, I think Tim I think Tim probably knows what Shaw was up to and what Shaw wanted. Yeah. And I'm sure Duvall does, but we never actually find out what that is. Nope. Right. right. Um, well,
1: we see him get rid of a monster, at least it appears that he got rid of a monster. Right.
2: That's right. a monster like sent back to Hollow Earth. Right. Which yeah. which as far as we know, we don't even know what they know about the Hollow Earth theory. Um, right. Or when that when when does that come up? We know. Well, I, I'm sure because I don't think it was Rand's idea. I think it was the other character, um, were his his not his henchman, but you know his sidekick. I think he was the one that may have had the Hollow Earth hypothesis, and I don't know where uh Shaw was at that time. Uh, but. Right. This is the whole idea is that they're they talk of like they even make a reference. Um, was it last week or this week? It's like the, their appearances like being like subway stops, right? Which is that whole the idea that there's a network of of tunnels in the hollow earth that allow the monsters to appear in certain locations, which we've which we saw in, in Godzilla versus Kong and King of the Monsters. Um right, so they we don't learn
1: how they found out about it and it sounds like it's been there for a while so I'm thinking this is leading to us to how they you know are looking discover into that. that yeah exactly and discover it
0: right right. i did like one thing that was brought up that we like you brought up a few weeks ago saying oh my god and they didn't even mention it or it was and they haven't brought it up since and they they did come around and talk about the holes because, you know, when they're in, on the helicopter and they look down and they see the, the, the rainbow hole coming out of the ground and then it's never mentioned again by any of the characters. But Shaw, it was obviously in his mind the entire time and that was his first thing to go back. So at least they cleared up that thing that I was, and I think you might as well had an issue with is I can't believe they showed the, the hole and no one questioned what that was. <laughs> so, they, they, it's weird because they, they're smart screenwriters and showrunners because they, they're giving us checkoffs, guns that appear are never going to go anywhere and they always go back and, and, and clear it up, which is good. So, they're well, smart in that way, but they're terrible in, in, because they're doing the soap opera crap. But go on, like. Well,
2: the problem is like, I feel like sometimes the people writing 1955 are different from the people writing 2015. Um, yeah, because one feels a lot neater than the other. Now, in fairness, the, the 1950s story has had a whole lot less time, has a much, really, I think a smaller cast and being focused is going to allow you to be, uh, all stay on target, and like I said last week, they also happen to have a fixed endpoint, right? That that we know where the show ends up, which is with uh, Keiko getting eaten or whatever, whisked away by the bugs. If she's actually, as I've been saying, still alive somewhere down in Hollow Earth. Right. Um, we haven't mentioned, by the way, Kurt Russell's age in a couple episodes.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. But,
3: yeah. yeah um, so, that, so yeah, we'll we'll they,
0: see. Yeah, they have three more episodes to uh, talk about that. Um, I doubt this this would be one of those that would have all those cliffhangers because nowadays cliffhangers are, don't are are weird nowadays because a lot of times if the show is a failure, they just stop. And and they don't even continue. So I hope they don't have any of those cliffhangers where they don't talk about his age, and we're thinking it'll be season two, and then they decide they're not going to do a season two because it yeah,
2: like old cliffhangers, like who shot J.R. was one, and then there was the uh, Locutus of Borg and Next Generation. You know, two of the more famous ones. Those were things that people you would you drop the cliffhanger in June or May. And right. you know there was a resolution coming in September.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. If and those you, shows were, were guaranteed hits, and they weren't just going to th- bold.
2: Right. Okay. This was not a case of um, where we are now, which is we're going to drop a cliffhanger now in – well, when is this? going to be January of 2024, and sometime in 2026, you'll see season two and get a resolution. Mm. <laughs> That's – because by that point – uh, nobody's gonna give a shit anymore.
0: Right. Right.
2: And right. in, in, in the time that it takes to get another season, there, there could be, you know, there's at least gonna be one other Monsterverse film. There might be two. We never know. Um, and people may be like, what happened? Why did we care about this character again? What, what, <laughs> what, 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 what was the mystery? I don't remember. It was really complicated. Um, and this is the kind of thing that, uh, storytelling that started taking over, uh, the first show I remember really doing it personally was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where they did season-long arcs, and they they so they would wrap up each season in each season finale. Technically, could have worked as a series finale. Yeah. Um And that was where we were on the the, the where we were where it was the borderline of old shows and new shows where you would have uh, a possibility of both ongoing narratives and episodic, ep- uh, TV series. And now everything has just kind of become fully, uh, fully serialized as opposed to standalone episodic.
0: Right, right, right. That is absolutely true.
2: Whether that's good or not,
0: you, you know, it's obviously debatable.
2: I, I think it helps to have both. I think it depends on, yeah, that's on what exactly maybe... what we're doing. I, I, I think it really doesn't help bringing in new viewers because people are always going to feel like they missed something. They have to get in on the ground floor. Uh, so those shows have to really get the viewership right out the gate. It also hurts, I think, rerun value because who starts like in the middle? Nobody like it's hard to just pick up an episode yeah. of The Sopranos, right? It's like no, it's you, you, you kind of have to start from the beginning and watch, <laughs> yeah. your, way and watch your way through.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's why I I got lost in uh, <laughs> uh uh what about Saul or whatever that show's called? Um, because Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is that it was on regular TV, so not like HBO, and. I watched a couple of episodes and then I missed one episode and then, and I missed the second one and then I just was lost and and I just gave up because yeah. they didn't have, they didn't have, um, you know, like Game of Thrones or, or, or Apple Plus where if you missed the episode when it was live, then you can rewatch it, you know, the next day because it's on VOD.
1: That's a they perfect didn't. example. That's why I haven't gone back to Better Call Saul because I, Stopped watching it. It's been so long. I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch it from the beginning again to
0: really get it, back into it.
2: Yeah, it should all be on Netflix now. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, which it is. Which it is. You're right. You're right. And I just haven't had time to, to take a look. But but again, you know that that's 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 a fair point. And and but that was what was great about shows like X Files and Supernatural yes. was because they had the monster of the week standalones, and then they had the Overrock story and. And and so, it can be watched either way, right? Yeah. So even if you didn't didn't follow the Overrock story because you missed three or four episodes here or there, you still had a fun episode of the week because it didn't like you said, Barrett. You can be watched either way. Yeah, it's perfect.
2: Right. The big difference is that Supernatural stole the Buffy formula, which was a season big bad. Confrontation with the big bad by the final episode, and then that story, that big bad was killed, banished, whatever, at the end of that season. And then the next season, there was a new story arc. Supernatural did that. Now, they built season upon season at one on top of another, at least for the first five years. But for the most part, each season worked as its own thing, where the X-Files just kept its mythology arc open as long as possible. (laughs) And was clearly just bullshitting and never came up with a satisfactory resolution to any of it. Um, And I think that was a mistake. So X-Files, yeah, did start us with the mythology episodes slash Monster of the Week episodes. But it it screwed up the mythology part. Because it it couldn't give concrete resolutions because that would end the entire show because it was one mystery.
0: Right, right, right.
2: So think about like Supernatural, right? What was the the Supernatural started with trying to find their father. Yeah. They find him in the last episode of the first season. Right. Uh, X-Files the big mystery was what happened to Mulder's sister. I I don't remember anymore if we ever found out what happened to Mulder's sister. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. Um because we found out what happened to her on multiple occasions, because that was always the, like the carrot they held that dangling, and it was like if they find out what happens to Mulder's sister, it's going to, they're afraid of removing his motivation or something, so um, rather than just give him another reason to keep going forward.
0: Right, right, yep. So, alright, let's see, where else did... We've been mostly focusing on – did we want to focus more on Tim's arc or or, um, Shaw's arc rather than the kid's arc? Um, I don't know if there's anything that we wanted to bring up.
2: Well, I don't know the kids had much of an arc besides the fact that they somehow immediately forgave – um, may, may, if you want to call that an arc, um, which I don't know that I would. Sure. And Tim, it was more Tim asserting control, and I kind of like that he has asserted some authority in, like, he's telling them maybe we need to be more open maybe we need to come out, out out of the shadows he's trying to find solutions and positive solutions right how about we help may instead of leave her to the wolves um right. and we give <laughs> now he's well, going to end up giving us mecha godzilla but he doesn't know that he <laughs> has no reason to know that or even suspect that right. um he's trying to find reasonable solutions to the problems of uh, and, you know, who knows? Maybe he ends up at the head of Monarch by the end of all of this, or uh, at least in a more substantial
0: role. Uh, well, I'd be well, really curious. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of Monarch and, and Tim, what do you think of the director's, or, or whatever her name is, um, speech? Is is that the setup to get them to become legitimate, and, even if she is doing it for not nefarious reasons, but self Survivalist reasons rather than good reasons. Well, she's
2: doing it for practical reasons, which is, yeah. uh, hey, we were keeping a secret for a long time and they kind of had to. And well, the secret's out now. Right. Right. Everyone's seen Godzilla. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't be sitting on this anymore. Maybe we should come forward. And, and she
1: yeah, did it right. She appealed as a mother.
2: <laughs> right. And I don't like the you only, know, I had a little bit of a problem with the speech. Because there was no introduction really in the way um, that I would have expected. Like for something that, hi, you know, we're part of a super secret organization that's been here all along. Uh This may be a bit of a shock to you.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> it just kind of goes, hi, we're Monarch. We're here to help. And we've been here. And it's just, you know, I, I would have maybe padded it a little bit, but they're not going to do – which is what would happen in real life, which would have been like a 20-minute press conference. Yeah, they are they are a limit on time as a, as a TV series, and it, it basically did the job. So it explains how the world knows about Monarch now.
3: Right.
2: Uh, and I think that's a good thing, right? Because and Monarch is not portrayed as a as a bad organization in the films.
0: Right. Um Right. They have a couple of characters in the films that are kooky, like. Vera from Minga's character and stuff, but generally the organization isn't supposed to be uh, part of the military industrial complex. It's supposed to actually try to study the monsters and prevent them from doing bad.
2: Right. And it would be interesting to see um, if we had any of those characters from the movies pop in. Like I would love to see like uh they've mentioned Dr. Sarazawa a couple of times who uh sacrificed himself in Godzilla King of the Monsters, but hey, you can but, but it's before Godzilla King of the Monsters, so you could always bring him back. Um you could maybe bring in Tom Metal Ditch from King of the Monsters. Um there's a few others that you might be able to bring in if they want to do like a cameo appearance, because not that much time has passed, so they're not going to look like dramatically older. That um, you can't help pass them off as who they would have been just a few years ago.
0: Yep, that's true. Um, all right. Uh right, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Is there anything else? Uh, uh the,
2: the 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 manga scene, manga.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, All right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, First of all, I uh, like
2: the sister more than I like May.
0: Yeah. That's for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. True.
2: The sister so yeah. far is the best.
0: Well, I, well the, all right. Before we get into that, I want to just say one thing about that whole thing it was it was weird where she got in the car and drove away into the parking lot where and and it, it, she confronts them, but we still have no idea why she drove away. Unless she was tricking, she was smarter than them, and she was tricking them to follow her, and then she could confront them in a desolate uh, indoor parking lot. I, 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 don't get it because it wasn't like she was going to see somebody. You see what I'm saying? It was kind of weird. I felt anyone can see what I'm talking about. At least recognize it. Can you hear me?
2: I didn't. I didn't really noticed that i noticed that she wasn't buying their bullshit yeah i noticed that too
0: (laughs) but you know what i'm talking about right where she went all the way to the parking lot as if they were i don't i'm assuming she must have known that she was being followed because why else
2: oh yeah yeah no she was leading them away it wasn't she didn't want to have that confrontation in front
0: of her mother gotcha all right well and what they didn't know is
2: that
1: she knew her sister left
0: under bad circumstances. Right, and and it appears she knew her sister left for the exact reasons uh, we now know. In other words, well, she didn't
1: know the exact reasons, but she knew she did something bad.
0: Well, we are assuming by this point, two years later, she does know.
1: I don't know. That company kept it under wraps.
2: Yeah, maybe. Okay. And we do know, like for example, the, the the passport was her passport. Yep. Um yep, that too. But I and again I think the reason we I like her character is just because here's a character with an identifiable motive which is her sister disappeared she wants to know what happened to her sister and she takes proactive action. Yep, yeah, right yeah, that she's right. smart, yeah. she's not she, she she's smarter than the the sensible leads of the show give her credit for and she takes action to get a resolution um which is just Something very different than what we've been getting our characters so far, uh, where I don't think where, where they try to hide motivations and um, keep us in the dark about certain things in order to build a sense of mystery. They're not trying to here. And if you listen to the Dark Discussions podcast, I've complained about this many times about movies that hide character motivations for no particularly good reason which just leave you in the dark as to why they're doing things, but they do it so that they could have a big reveal at the end when they don't need it. Right. Uh, and by that point, it's just too late because you don't give a shit about the character anymore.
1: And you lose goodwill of the audience for doing that.
2: <laughs> right. And the the example I always pull out was, uh, was Pixar and Finding Nemo is that they kept that a mystery. They kept the, the backstory as to why – Marlin was overprotective of Nemo, a mystery until the very end of the film. And they were realizing by the time they got the reveal, people just hated Marlin because he was such a, a, a an overbearing presence on Nemo. They identify with Nemo. It is his film, after all. And they right. didn't identify with Marlin. By putting <laughs> that right up front, we understand and empathize with why Marlin is overprotective, right? That he's dealing with a tragedy and he's dealing with his own post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, and we're like, oh, okay, we can get on board with that. And it's just an amazing, a small difference. Same thing here. You know, we've kept May's character a mystery, which is only making her character kind of inscrutable to us and hard to decipher. And we don't want to open up to this character who might end up being... um you know, a horrible human being. Um and we don't understand why she's doing what she's doing and what her relationship is with the other characters. And I think for most people now maybe you love May's character, but I think for most people that, that that's not that's not effective. That doesn't get you on their side.
1: Yeah, I like her character, but it might not be because of those reasons, you know. Right.
2: And in this <laughs> case, now We know who she is, and she's joining along for no particular reason other than these are her friends, and she has a story, and she wants to see it through to the end. And it's not like a brilliant motivation, but I can can certainly identify with that, and I can understand that, and I can actually like
0: that motivation.
2: I understand why she's there now.
0: Yeah, well, there's two things. Uh, There's another thing that they they cleared up. Again, the screenwriters are are smart because at least they – answered the question even if I don't like the answer which is but you're, you're free now, you, you, why aren't you with your family? Oh, uh, I, I let them know and I saw them for one day and now I'm going to go with you guys even though I haven't and seen them in two them. years
1: And I can call them whenever I want yeah, right. That was,
0: right, so they, they at least do that uh, Now, it's still a little hard for me to believe that she would leave her family after not being with them for so long but maybe she wants to f- see giant monsters and she knows that's cool. Well, and I
2: think they've, she's in a position now where she recognizes, not that I have any idea how she thinks she's going to fix this, <laughs> but that they are in a bad situation. Um, and that they are trying to help and this might end up you know, being a way to prevent another G day. And she wants to help solve that problem. And I, and I get that. Now, how the kids are going to do that, I have no idea what the kids can do for, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure when you get to the final episode, there will be, it'll be necessary for like the dad to need to throw four switches at one time and he can't possibly do it himself. So he needs three people to help throw those four switches. Um, there'll be something in there that'll make it necessary for the kids to be there that the, the father just couldn't, couldn't foresee. Um, but. I don't know what they're thinking finding the father is going to do like that. The father wouldn't already have in hand.
0: Right. 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 If anything, they would be more apt to want to be with Shaw because they know Shaw wants to stop in theory, wants to stop the problem. So it's like, it feels what? more like,
2: like the, the dad who like has to overlook what the plumbers is doing. Like, you know, at in your house, it's like, 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 and having a conversation, giving him advice. No, you, he's a professional. He knows what he's doing. Just leave him the hell alone. Yeah. Right. Um, and being a busybody is, is not helping. Um, my, and that's, he feels like, but I'm sure they'll, they'll catch on to it. Um, yeah. So that, that's that. It's a big mystery. And she's a smart character, probably likes mystery and she's wants to see this through. Um, yep. but I did like, and I didn't even really touch on it is the just was it was was, was, a, was a, a cute scene I am not a, uh, a, a a manga fan or an anime fan just as I said before it's just it's so much I know I'm just going to get sucked into it and I have too many other things in my life to deal with so I have no idea how accurate any of that stuff was that he's when he's like we went to we were meeting up at a manga convention or an anime convention I can remember which now
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I I'm somewhat of a fan of uh, manga and anime for sure. And, um, I could have replayed it a few times to verify, but I'm pretty sure that it it probably was correct. Um, based off of, um, the sister wasn't calling them out for, that's a lie. So, um, it's probably, it's pretty easy to to find out if that is real or not. Um, but again, um, I oh, didn't... I'm sure it is.
2: I'm sure it's, I'm sure there's some nerds on staff. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, I say that with all affection. Uh, yeah. there's some nerds on staff who, who, who would know that, um, or know somebody who knows that.
0: Yeah. And, um, and there's hundreds, there's hundreds of shows every year. Anime shows are like, there's thousands of them. Like, like every year yeah. there's, you know, and, and some of them go on forever, like One Piece and, uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist and, and, Sailor Moon and whatnot, and then there's some that are are just one and done, uh, and one and done means about eight eight episodes, uh, because that's a, a general season. So, and, and some of those are are one and done, not because they stink, but that was intentional. So, it it it's just uh you know it's just one of those things. I I would um um I I, I like the reference. I thought it was fun. Um, but again, um, I think that was more of a wink and a nod to us, the audience or, or nerds than it was, um, something that people would believe. Oh, you came all the way from Japan to, 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 uh, find my sister because of a manga conference. You know, I mean, that's right. Well, there's
2: that. And also, I, what I liked is that he clearly knew what he was talking about, but you look at the faces of the other characters are completely befuddled. Uh, And I think that's what really tips off the sister. Yeah, right. I think you're right. I didn't even think of it that way. Right, right. (laughs) Because they're just staring at him like, what did you say? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. And the thing that, like, when he says all the stuff, it's him. And the sister, she just goes, yeah, yeah, manga. I was waiting for May's sister to say, "What's your opinion of that anime and 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 manga series?" And what's and this character and that. And I, I would, I thought that's where they were going to go to, and that's how she was going to figure out that they were lying because she knew only Tim was the true manga fan. But they didn't go. Well, there I think and, she knew, and I think she, she, she just already figured want... it out. Yeah, she didn't want yeah, to. Go and I and
2: months. like I said, I don't think she wanted to. Show her hand. Show her hand, and she didn't want to do this in front of Mom. Because Mom know? has probably already been distressed over the sister. Distressed. Uh, yeah. for, for months, if not for, for years, right? For two years now. Yeah. Um, and you have these strange people who are asking questions about her. They could potentially be dangerous. Um, why cause this problem here? Right. Now... The fact that she then lures the dangerous people off <laughs> into a parking lot somewhere, uh, you could say is not the smartest thing in the world, in which case I would agree with you, but I would also say teenage girl, uh, not always the smartest people in the world. That.
0: Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I, that's a fair point. I, I was, I was thinking that was weird too, that she would, you know, I, I, when I, I went on blind dates. And I would always tell the girl, how about if I just meet you at the restaurant rather than pick you up because again, you don't know me, you know. And, and that was cur- co- common courtesy for me. Or, or if I just met them at a bar and I got their phone number, I would still say let's just meet until after the first date because I wanted them to feel comfortable. So for her to to with strangers that want to know something about her sister, it was just really weird. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that. It was it was strange. Um, uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh again you said a teenage sister. I don't even know if she's a teenager anymore, is she? She could have been college student, but yeah, I think she's a teenager, Maybe. right? Yeah, I don't even know. She still lives with her mom, but then again, college students do that now. Um so yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see, what else? Um we well, else? then there's
2: the Kurt Russell thing, right? So Kurt Russell <laughs> blows
0: up the portal. Right, which is a good thing. You don't want that. No I, I would think so. Yeah, I would think I would that. think so too. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, makes me that makes me say he's a hero, at least right now. Um but yeah. Well, you know, because
2: he... what we're intended to side and I and I don't know that I know, we are intended to side with Keiko and the scientists who find the monsters fascinating. And obviously, as an audience member, I find the monsters fascinating. As an audience member, I want to see the monsters destroy shit. Um, but <laughs> if I was living in that universe... I would not. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, these are, these are dangerous creatures, and just <laughs> one of them that obliterated a city without even trying... Uh, well, I mean okay, it was three of them. Uh uh and actually they also obliterated um Beijing too, I said. In one uh, of the
0: the flashback um scene where she it was in the classroom and the the kid says, Look, the monster's attacking Beijing or, or attacking the city. And it then, was
2: it was in it was uh cool. it, yeah, they they attacked Hawaii. Yeah. Um so yeah, and that's just three of them. And there's there's a whole hidden world filled with these things. Uh, It's sort of like um, for the the superhero films, the the, the Captain America Civil War was all about superheroes being required to register with the government. And yeah, you're on the side of the heroes are the ones you pay to see the movies about. In reality, if there was somebody who was a Hulk or a Spider-Man or any of these characters with these the, the power to to just bend steel in their bare hands and in the case of the hulk who's you know caused millions of dollars in damage just because he gets pissed off one day um because he got short changed at the checkout counter yeah it, i think we would all be in agreement that yeah no these these people probably yeah they probably should be registered we should probably know who they are and keep track of them
1: i'm not sure i agree Explain I mean, that. I don't feel I don't feel that way in general. And explain, Barry, registering particular people for a particular reason? I don't know. I think that would be a little much.
0: That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, no, not to bring up any politics, but it, it was brought up by one of the candidates only a month ago, where Nikki Haley came out and says we should register everybody on on Twitter and Facebook to make sure sh- you know have their IDs, to have their real that. ID. Yeah, and and it's I was like. Um, it sounds like a good idea, but then when you think, so you about, think about, it, about it, yeah, it's a bad idea. So, and that
2: was walked back very quickly. Oh, uh, yeah, she, she definitely put her foot in it. Um, and but you see that, and but you you're. There's a difference between voicing your opinion and turning into the Hulk.
1: No, I agree with you, and I think I'm of two minds of it. It's, it's one of those things where I don't like it in, in theory, but you, like you said, if you're confronted with this huge being that can destroy anything. And I do think there's a distinct difference between him who can go rage crazy and, you know, some of the other characters that just are stronger.
2: Um Right. It, it depends, but it's yeah. like, in the, one of the X-Men films, they make the mention, I think they mentioned uh, Katie pride, who has the ability to walk through walls, which means, especially 20 years ago, you know, none of your secrets are safe. Right. Um, there, there are, there, there are real mm. issues and there are going to be real questions. And, and in this case, you're not, ta- and by the way, it's because uh, you're American and have a particular set of cultural values and certain places they would oh, have yeah. no problem with that. I um, agree. Yep. Uh, there, so, and not just the government, but the, the citizens, cause they're, they're, they'd be, they're used to being watched all the time. Yep. So it wouldn't even be a, a debate. Um, but that's I'm with you. That's that's our personal biases, and it's you know something that I, I come to realize oh, I, I might very well be in favor of that if I was on the other end. But, um, but
0: but if you were in a vacuum, you probably wouldn't be in a favor. In other words, in China, for example, they have that credit score thing. So that has nothing to do with credit. It your social like, credit, yeah, yeah, it, right, social credit, right, and. They, that's a horrible thing. It's just horrendous. So, and they may be, but like you said, they, you know, they're on the other side. So, you know, yeah, it makes sense. And you know, that person, uh, you know, no, so be, I, I can see how it makes sense to them. I find it, but, but chilling, if they were but in a vacuum, but but that's the thing. If you were in a vacuum, and they started off from square one and they saw both sides, there's no way anybody would choose a social credit score unless you're a social no. It credit. just
2: depend No, it's it depends on what you value more and. Um, I think
0: it's I think it's more a power thing.
2: Oh, it is a yeah. power thing. It, it, but some it's, people it's, it's value some sociopath. Weak,
0: but you value
2: independence but and individuality, said, and some people what, value community I, and that's security.
0: What, that's why I said a vacuum. Well,
2: but right? it's not. You're, you're not going to have a vacuum because because it's it's a matter of what your priorities are, where your preferences are. And if you're in a vacuum, you can't tell me that you know what where you're going to place your preference. Whether you're placing the preference on. Personal value or community security.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just can't believe anybody would 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 say, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. But yeah.
2: there's there's <laughs> we, we get that all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. this is this is really just a variation on like the gun debate, right? Should people have to register guns and it's stuff like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Um. It's well. What's your priorities and different people well, have well, different priorities.
0: Well, well. here's here's a good example. Um, and I, I, this was like six years ago. I had this debate and and it lasted for like ten minutes and I I just quit and, <laughs> and I walked away. But there I, I'm. There was something about a, um that the hijab in Iran or whatever it's called and I go um you know that's that's unfortunate. It's you know a woman's rights issue and and they're forced to wear it and then. And then this woman, this is, I, I, I won't, I'll just assume she's some sort of liberal or feminist or something. I, I don't know what she was. She starts flipping out on me saying, you're a man and a woman has a right to wear that stuff. And I'm going, yeah, but you, and, and, and that's why. Right to wear, wear being forced to wear it. Well, well, this is, this <laughs> is the thing. No, 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 but listen. And then they, even when they're in France or in the United States, they'll still wear certain things or whatever that that will cover their face or whatever or cover their hair. And I go, I go, yeah, but I I don't think that they would choose to do that if they were in the vacuum. And, and the woman just attacks me. They Go, they're doing it because it's their religion, and their culture, and that's what. And I'm thinking, don't you know, woman? And I, and I I I didn't say that to. Well oh, there I, are some I women know. who do. No, but mm-hmm. but I go I go, don't you know that? That was created by a patriarch society that forces the woman to wear it, and now they're brainwashed to think that it's important to their culture and religion. And and so when they come to the United States and they're still wearing it, or they come to France or England and they're still wearing it, they – are doing it because they were brainwashed by a patriarchal society over there that had them, forced them to do it, and they would be punished if they didn't. And so now they want to do it because it's part of their identity and culture. But if they were in a vacuum and they were born in a situation where they had a choice from the beginning, they would never wear it.
1: Well, and that her statement implies that every cultural item is valid and good. That's not true. Like, we don't believe in slavery anymore. But it was accepted right. back in, you know, Right, 1800s. right, right. right. So,
0: or a woman's well, <laughs> circumcision, right? Or, or, and uh, I, I was just going to go, or, you know, go Phil, on. I was just, I was
2: just going to go there, which, which, if you remember, yes. was not a great film, but the movie Green Inferno, uh, where yes, you yes. basically have the, I like that. The characters who are the open-minded, uh, yeah, uh progressive and students in college. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right, yeah, who talk wrong. who value all cultures and cultural differences until they end up in the hand of a tribe that wants to you know yeah. mutilate their genitals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and exactly. and suddenly it's like the, the uh the cultural value thing goes out the hey, window. I, I, I think right. but this is this is we have got we have ventured far, far afield. Um yeah. but I think the point is that how we as an audience <laughs> member feel about I do would change dramatically or could potentially change dramatically if there was a chance of them
0: stopping on our houses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so we went into an an analogy off to the side, but it all comes back and makes sense. Exactly. Absolutely. So I, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. All right. Well, like you said though, we did go off a little bit, even though it, it, has valid points to what we were talking about. As a result, where do you want to go from that? Is there any other things we want to? I think up we've to? exhausted it,
2: uh, and there really wasn't was much safe. that happened here besides resolving May's story yeah. and giving us a taste of Kurt Russell's story.
0: Yep. In, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, all right, so, so that, that that's fair. All right, so I think we, we, we're pretty much done talking about this episode um so uh we can get into our final thoughts in a, in a moment uh, let me see what we have here so uh we do have the the um uh kaiju of the week um and I do have one I do have one and uh I don't I don't know if it's that obscure but it it could be um and it, and i brought it up in passing last week as a possible film and it is a toho film but it it didn't have um godzilla in it so it's one of those that may not be remembered as well um but but the film is has two titles uh, the japanese title and the american Uh, American International Pictures release title, and that was called Space Amoeba was the name in Japan, and in American International Pictures called it Yog Monster from Space. And it had um, a rubber monster suit, and it was basically this giant, like, squid monster. Oh, yes! Yeah, yeah. And and he walks right through, like, the Japanese house and and it, it was like pretty awesome. It, it was it was a great film as a kid. Um, I I liked it a lot. So you are familiar with it, Barrett? You've seen yeah, it before. It's, it's been, been a long seen it. I'm long time. At a
2: picture of it now, and yeah. Oh wow. Okay. What was looks... the name
0: of the movie again? Um, space Amoeba. It, space or Oh Yarg. Oh Yarg. Monster from space. Yes, yeah. that's the one I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually would like it, Mike. I, I mean, oh, I probably was... would. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty, pretty awesome. It was from the year me and Mike were born. That's how old it is. It's pretty sad. Uh, 50 years ago. 53 years ago. Um, but yeah, it, it's actually, um, a solid film, um, for a Kaiju film. And again, I haven't seen it for a while. Uh, but I did buy the disc, uh, though I haven't watched it recently. Um, but I always was fond of it. Uh, when it came out. So everybody should search for it, at least to get an idea of what the picture is, because, again, this is an audio podcast, so you can't see what it looks like. But it's pretty solid. It was a fun film. Um, and it was uh, – here it is. It says here – I'll read a little bit from Wiki. Space Amoeba was the last science fiction film made under Toho's studio system. Uh, Facing declining profits, Toho took several steps to reduce the power of labor unions established a subsidiary called Toho Aizu to specialize in tokusatsu films, releasing most of its actors from their contracts. Um, It would also be Honda's last film under contract with Toho, although he returned in 1975 to direct Terror of Mecca, Godzilla. And uh, Honda is uh, Ishiro Honda, uh, so the the famous director uh, that directed uh, a lot of great um movies from uh the the monster films like all he did All Monsters Attack he did um The War of the Gargantuans he did Invasion of the Astro Monster he did Godora the three-headed monster he did Mothra versus Godzilla King Kong versus Godzilla so he did everything and um this was his uh last Film with Toho before they brought him back one more time, not under contract to do Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Um, so I think the reason this film was not this much, it wasn't as famous, is probably because it was right near the end of, um, what, what is that, that, uh, era of Godzilla films, Mike? The Showa era? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Showa era. So, uh, so I'm trying to pick more obscure. Monsters, and that was a good one. I thought that was a, that was a great one, and uh, people should check it out. Um, and and since I do have this thing called the internet in front of me, I can actually see if it's available for free for anybody who's listening to this podcast that wants to go check it out. And I am checking now. The question I have to check twice because it could be under two different names.
1: Well, now you're uh, Santa Claus.
0: There you go uh all right space amoeba. uh let me let me type this in space you know it's funny I had to um uh, delete what I just typed in because i I extended it to, uh to a anime show that was uh still in my thing that I hadn't released deleted yet um speaking of uh manga and anime uh space amoeba all right, so it's on uh the criterion channel subscriptions service and then if we go for Yog uh let's see if if that's anywhere. Um it's Yog Monster from
3: Space.
0: Uh it's not listed. Damn it. Uh one more place let's see if we can find it someone just lo- loaded it up on y- youtube uh let me find out Yarg. so if you have the criterion station monster from space at least you can check the, the trailer out um and there's actually a review here uh from up from the depths and i'm seeing if they have the full f- film on youtube
2: Actually, subscribed up from the depths. It's not a bad uh,
0: monster channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't I've even heard, heard of, of it. Oh, right. I've heard of them. So I, when when I saw that, I go, oh, okay, this makes makes. Is it all
1: monster movies?
2: It's, it's it's mostly a Godzilla channel, but it's a Kaiju channel. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's up monsters. from the up from the depths. Uh, but yeah, check check. Just go to YouTube and you can see um the the trailer and the monster on YouTube. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so that's my monster of the week, or kaiju of the week. Uh, so it goes back to Barrett next week. Yeah, oh, man, I'm going to have to work at that one. Just one more round. Yeah, that's right, because uh, there's only three more episodes. Um, all right, so uh, before we get into our final thoughts on this show here. Uh, Barrett, what's that other podcast that me and you do sometimes, and we also have uh, various other co-hosts that join us, uh, and what are some of the topics we recently, or not recently, or just have talked about?
1: Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. We talk about pretty much everything. Most recently, we talked about the movie Dread. Um, before that, we did The Suicide Squad. Um, we are going to be doing Peacemaker and the Big Lebowski, but sometimes we do books. Sometimes we interview directors, writers, whatever. We do it all.
0: Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, check out that podcast, uh, uh, on part of the Dark Discussions news network. Um, and Mike, what's the main podcast that we do? What's that all
2: about? Uh, the main podcast is the Dark Discussions podcast, your source for all. For horror films, fiction, and all that is fantastic. And we mostly talk about horror films, uh, occasionally a TV series or, or, or a book, but uh mostly those have spun off into uh, their own separate podcasts. And it's been a weekly podcast for over a decade now. We've recorded episode uh, 650 recently. Is that
0: correct? Uh six oh six I think it is actually. Yeah. Oh, six hundred. Okay. Yeah, six hundred. Yeah, that's the one that we, we Which just was did. the
2: which we did the Wicker Man. Mostly we do current films, but we will occasionally dip into the vault, especially when we get to so-called uh milestone episodes. Um and most of those episodes, about four hundred and fifty of those six hundred episodes, are available online. Yep. Uh we're working on getting the other hundred, hundred and fifty or so. I don't know. I, I know Eric has uh, been harassing you about that for about for a while. Uh, I I don't know which episodes uh, they are that are missing or how many there are.
0: Yeah, basically uh, we switched over about two years ago from one server to another server. Um, and when we did that, uh, uh, I loaded uh, much of the stuff, but uh, still some of them uh, I haven't loaded up uh, yet. But uh, should get to them soon enough. Um, and, uh, what else? Uh, Barrett, what's that other podcast that me, you, Sean, Fox, and Kevin, let's just wrap up another TV show.
1: Boa Hancock and the One Piece is the name of the podcast and the show is One Piece on Netflix. Um, we did a week by week, uh, review of each episode. Um, and it was, it's a pretty popular. Podcast as well as a very popular show, and I'd say it's the best TV show of the year, still. So.
0: Right, sounds good. And, uh, Mike, what's that other podcast that me, you, and co-host Eric sometimes do?
2: And then that's the Cinema a la carte podcast, uh, which is basically we're picking non-horror films to discuss, uh, mostly older films by older meaning things that are a decade or more old, although we have seen uh, we did Hostels was relatively new. Uh, we did, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which obviously is very new. Um, but it's, yeah, we just basically take turns. Uh, I was most recent and I chose the, uh, 1984, uh, 1983, uh, Tom Cruise comedy Risky Business. Um, and then we've got another, we got a sports themed film coming up and then, uh, which is Phil's and then it's going to be Eric's turn. But yeah, we've, we we touch on a number of different genres.
0: Indeed, indeed. Um, all right, sounds good. So uh, that's pretty much uh, the house cleaning. Uh, so let's get into our final thoughts on this episode. So uh, let's start with you, Mike.
2: Yeah, I I'm not going to put this as my favorite episode. It is certainly my favorite episode of the three that didn't have much to do with monsters and uh, did not feature the 1950s cast. Um, and and it's not even close. Um, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I think the I, I really am enjoying the character of Tim. Uh, I hope that uh, if there is a second season, that he uh continues with us and has a a prominent role. Um, far more so than I care about any of the children. Um, and and yeah, I'm I'm really really intrigued for the first time in what exactly. Uh where exactly the story's going in terms of, of uh Kurt Russell's character?
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh for me, um yeah, I mean it's uh um not a great episode, again, because they didn't focus on uh the monsters or um uh, I guess I guess the, the characters we, we, we wanted to see more of, like, well, we did get to see a lot of Tim, which was good, and obviously uh Shaw, uh, and uh, the 1950s stuff as well. Uh, but all in all, it was decent enough. Uh, it wasn't horrendous by any means. Um, so, yeah, it was okay. Uh, what do you got, uh, Barrett?
1: Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you guys just said. Um, I like the episode more than the two bad episodes. Uh, is it my favorite? No. Um, but it did do some of the, you know, world building I wanted to see. I really do like Tim's character. And so I want to see more of him. Um, but we'll see where they decide to go.
0: <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Alright, so that was our discussion on episode seven on the television series Will the Real May Please Stand Up. Uh, next week is Birthright, uh, directed by the same director, Hiromi Kamada, but written by a different person, uh, Al Lesson. That comes out December 29, 2003, uh, so in about three days from today. Uh, And we will uh, record that most likely uh, next Tuesday, uh, or maybe even Monday, but probably Tuesday, because Monday is the holiday of the new year. Uh, So we'll be back next year. Um, All right, so that's pretty much our run today uh, dark discussions at com is where you can email us just put Kaiju or Monarch in the subject and then whatever else you want the subject to be and we will read your email on the podcast uh, www.darkdiscussions.com is the website with all our podcasts and we have a Facebook group Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group where you can join in the discussions um, alright uh, I think that's it so uh, Mike why don't you lead us out Alright,
2: well, thank you for listening to King of Kaiju, a podcast about the Monarch Legacy of Monsters TV series. This was Episode 7. Uh, we need to talk about May, and next week we will be talking about Episode 8, Birthright.
1: Monarch was there in San Francisco. When the whole city was coming down. These guys were taking pictures, like they've been waiting for it.
3: You think that your father was working for them? This stuff wasn't as safe. Who are
1: they? What's Monarch?
3: This is the world we live in. Monsters are an inescapable reality.
1: Those files belong to us. They are more important than you could possibly
3: imagine. This is going to give me nightmares.
1: Now, you can choke down that monarch lie
2: about your father disappearing. Or we can find out what really happened
3: before it's too late.
1: It's not ours. Believe me. It's so much more vast than we could possibly imagine.
3: These monsters
1: and monarch have taken everything from me. No more. The world is on fire. If you want to save millions of lives, we can use some help.